Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's 4 o'clock on the number one sports talk show for your drive home. Hey, man, uh, William Shatner is coming to town. The dude is 91 years. Old and he's doing a tour. He answers questions from the audience. He kind of does his own little monologue about his long career in uh, Hollywood. And you will start the evening with a screening of Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. I mean to average myself upon you, Admiral. I deprive your ship of power. He's great in that role, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's if you're into that. This is Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mike, get a ticket, Mike. (laughs) You know what? We may have to make this a field trip. It's coming up in March. (laughs) Going to be in the Symphony Hall, by the way. We were talking about yesterday in Guy Talk. I will avenge myself on you, Admiral Kirk. I might have to get a ticket. Uh, It's, it's, uh, and you said this, though. I mean,. Uh, one thing about Shatner, he has a self-effacing sense of humor. Oh, he he doesn't take himself too seriously. He has fun with it. Big time. You know? yeah, that's why those commercials are fun that right. he does. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's Friday. Um, there is so much going on today. We're getting ready for the NFL playoffs as well. Pick segment coming up here in 20 minutes. In about 35 minutes, Steve Coonan, Hawk CEO, is going to join us. <clears throat> and Steve normally joins us on Fridays. That's not anything new. Right. What is new is the report that is out there from Sam Amick from The Athletic about what's going on with this Hawks organization. And um, we had a great conversation with Sam at at 2 o'clock to start the show today. We're going to play some of that for you coming up next hour as well. But the bottom line is there is some turmoil. There is some things that are happening within the organization right now that I don't think anybody, okay, and I'm just saying from inside the organization or people who are looking at this from the outside in, would say, hey, that that sounds normal. Yeah, things are going great. Hey, uh, th- we're going to be just fine. And the the title of this piece is called Inside the End of the Travis Slink Era in Atlanta, The New Hawks Power Structure and How It's Impacting the Team. I, I know that some of this stuff is going to get itself you know, fixed, Mike, mm-hmm. but the impacting the team part, we're just not winning enough. And, and we, we've talked about it. Uh, we've been trying to figure it out, right? We've been trying to put our finger on what's going on. Right. This has something to do with it. Yeah, and uh, as we said earlier, I mean, we got to fix things. I mean, Ron pays to be a 38-win team this year, so you got to fix it. And you got a general manager who is relatively inexperienced, an assistant general manager. We like Kyle Corver, but he's not exactly, again, I got a lot of experience in this role. And then you realize that Travis Schlenk, according to the article from Sam Amick, has is, is not been involved with the team. He, he puts it out there that uh, he was not on board with the DeJounte Murray train in the sense he thought it was too much, giving up too many picks. And the article also, the big part of it, the crux of it, the way I read it, was the growing or increasing power or involvement in decision-making of Nick Ressler, Tony Ressler's 27-year-old son. We will talk to Steve coming up, and we will ask him about the the report and uh, if he has anything to say about it and, and see where it goes, guys. But, you know, um, they got a game tonight, by the way, Hawks-Pacers, and I'm curious to see how they play. Trey did not play the other night. 
He is not listed as injured or questionable mm-hmm. or any of that stuff tonight. Hopefully he's on the floor against the Pacers. We'll talk with Steve coming up. Right now, let's talk dogs. Dukes and Bell on the sidelines with, with the, the dogs. dogs. The Dog Report is brought to you by Engineered Solutions of Georgia, a proud partner of the Georgia Bulldogs. Who's ready for a parade? This guy. Tomorrow, it's all going down, and Stakey will mm. be there from 10 until 2 at Grindhouse on Lumpkin, guys, along with Sandra and Rusty. They're going to be broadcasting live. Stop by, say hello to Steak and uh, the gang. It's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. Is there any way Johnny could uh, maybe whip me up a double burger with some Eggs Benedict? (laughs) Big Eggs Benedict guy, huh? (laughs) Big fan. Yeah, did you want with with a toasted muffin and then perhaps, uh, you know, a latte? Oh, yeah, well, it's going to be early. It. It's going to be early. Uh, last year, I think Bo and I were trying to get those shakes in, uh, as right. soon as we the got vodka, there. Those vodka vanilla shakes. Oh, yeah. my goodness. And they were like, uh, we're, we're not serving them yet. What do you mean? Oh. But, uh, guys, it's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, uh, tomorrow is a celebration that culminates with everything that's going to happen in the stadium. And, and again, congratulations to, to Kirby Smart and his staff and all the, the folks that help behind the scenes because they don't get enough credit. But. You know, a lot of people, Mike, are still talking about this team and what it's going to look like moving forward. Um, There are changes happening around college football. A big one, I think, Mike, is at Clemson. They have hired TCU offensive coordinator Garrett Riley, okay? They Mm. fired their offensive coordinator. Now, we said what's going on DJU. He's transferred out. He's in the portal. Um Maybe this wasn't a DJU issue. Maybe well, it was the Streeter. offense. Streeter was made the uh, the OC. And look, we said this about the Clemson Tigers three years ago, two years ago. When you lose a guy like Venables, eventually it was going to happen. And eventually he had connections to Oklahoma, so he went back to Oklahoma. But uh, when you think about you know Jeff Scott and you think about Tony Elliott, the guys they had calling the shots offensively. Remember they had that two headed monster. Yeah, and it was it was sublime. It was really effective, and it worked. And then you bring in Streeter, and I, I don't know. I, I, to me, I still think at the end of the day, Dabo, as the CEO, has got to look at every, everyone saw it in Death Valley. DJU's just too inconsistent, makes bad decisions. And they rode with it too long. Now Cade Klubnick, it's his, it's his team. But a new look, and you bring in one of the most prolific, exciting offenses, coordinator to come and run this thing. And I respect and I appreciate Dabo realizing you can't, look, there's no time to waste. Nope. you got to move. Can't stay the course. The Horn Frogs finished ninth nationally in scoring. Now, they didn't do anything against the Dogs. But for the season, guys, it's a team that averaged 38.8 points a game. So, you know, Garrett Riley, and I mentioned this before the start of, of the national championship, is the brother of Lincoln Riley. So does he bring some of that magic to, to Clemson and Death Valley? We're going to see. But I commend mm-hmm. Dabo for, for saying I cannot continue to move along. Now, another guy and Jimbo Fisher, Mike, you know, AM got a lot of hype last year. Right. Right. And and he's lost a lot of players because of what happened with suspensions and et cetera, but they didn't deserve the hype because they didn't live up to it. I've said this Jimbo's contract is way too big to buy out. We're still talking about eighty, ninety million dollars that nobody in their right mind. I don't care about I don't care about oil money. They're not buying him out. So right. he's gonna be back, but Mike, there has to be progress there. And then you look around college football, and here comes, you know, LSU and Brian mm. Kelly's first year. There's a lot to look ahead to and a lot to look forward to. My point is, dog fans, this doesn't get any easier for the dogs. No, I mean, look, Bobby Petrino, we all know he had an ethics bypass at birth, but the dude, that creep can coach. I mean, keep him off uh, motorcycles and uh, executive assistance, and he'll be all right. But, Carl, the dude is an offensive mind. And I, I got to tell you, Jimbo, how much of an ego shock is that? Because that was your, you're an offensive coordinator. Mm. You're an offensive mind. You know, and, and now you got to turn over the keys to Petrino, who, you know, you got to watch your back with. You know, Brian Kelly's doing a great job at LSU. Hugh Freeze, how quickly is Hugh Freeze going to put his stamp on Auburn, by the way? 
Yeah. Well, so you you, th- you think about Freeze and Auburn, and, and I know you. some of you say, well, Freeze cheated. Here's what I do know. <laughs> I, I think he turned the situation at Ole Miss to, and made it a very attractive job. And now Lane Kiffin's there, and, and they're winning. But, but the thing that I, Mike, is hearing about Alabama defensive coordinator Pete Golding leaving mm-hmm. for Ole Miss, taking the same roles with the Rebels. A lot of Bama fans are saying good riddance. Yeah, and, and remember, I think he was there when Lane was there. They have some kind of background history. Either way, it's kind of interesting. That, that's an interesting move that, that Pete Golding, mm-hmm. who's been the defensive coordinator with Alabama, is moving on. Now, he's only 38 years old. He's a young dude. But the fact is, you're leaving Bama to go to Ole Miss. That uh, I, I want to see how that plays out. Now, Jalen Milrow for uh, for Alabama, new quarterback, is he going to be the lead dog? Because, you know, you've had Bryce Young in there for the last few seasons. It's yeah. going to be very interesting to see how that one goes, that competition for quarterback. You've got a guy, in, uh, in, to be honest with you, Ty Simpson didn't throw a lot of passes either, so there's not a lot of experience save for the one game, obviously, when, when uh, you get this. And Milrow, by the way, Big physical guy, but he was like a turnover machine. So I'm very curious to see what Saban can do with the pressure of turning over coaching staff, the roster. Will this be a rebuilding year, Alabama? Because last year they were supposed to be the team that had the advantage with the upperclassmen in the roster to George's turning over the roster with all the guys going to the NFL. Bill O'Brien staying or is he leaving? I mean, I mean, if, if you always see at Alabama, the only move that – I mean, what's going to make more loot for you? I mean, you – can make probably comparable to more money as an assistant. They, they really, I'd be curious with Belichick. Mac Jones went to the, uh, apparently off campus to get help for his offense and apparently ticked off Belichick. There's no guarantee Mac Jones is going to be the quarterback next year. I'd be curious what the Patriots do. But if they want to get things back on track, you got to get Bill O'Brien up to Foxborough. I think so. Um, no decision made yet, but that would mean then Saban losing his DC and, and OC. Right. And this is going to be, you know, like I said, this is, it, we've talked about it all day. It was so much fun to watch Pollock tell Saban which which way the world was spinning. And now, ball's in your court, Saban. How do you fire back and get back on the mountaintop? Can you? Has Kirby not given up that ground? By the way, Derek Mason, he was the coach at Vandy, right? Uh, and then he went and took a job at Oklahoma State as a defensive coordinator. Announced Thursday he's taking a leave of absence, a sabbatical oh. from coaching, Mike, oh. after one season with the Cowboys. So uh, we wish Derek Mason nothing but the best. Really nice dude. Coming up. Oh, it's the pick segment. And look who's on top. Yeah, I guess it's you. We do it each and every week as we count down to the Super Bowl. Oh, it's time for our pick segment. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Coming up 5 o'clock, guys. We're going to let you hear from Arthur Smith. More on the Hawks as well in the 5 o'clock hour. And we will respond to whatever Steve Coonan, Hawks CEO, tells us. Coming up here in less than 20 minutes as the Hawks CEO will stop by. All right. Mike Bell, again, got to give out the standings. Who is where? We've got plenty of time. Playoffs start this weekend, wild card weekend. Somebody can make a run. And if you're new to this, we pick three games. We pick them against the spread over under. Now, when the college season was going on, you'd, right. we'd get the, the college games involved as well. That's done. So now it's all NFL and what you believe in. So, Chris, again, here are the standings. Can I say that because Chris was the defending champion? He won't be this year. Uh, I'm 33-19-2. They say I'm a cheater. Bell, 27-25-2. Solid but not spect- or, or solid yeah. but uh, not spectacular. That's true. Chris is 26-27-1. Uh, apparently, he's lost to Bo head-to-head, and he owes Bo a bottle of bourbon. Bo is 20, 31 and 2. So that's 11 games under 500. Yes, and Bo uh, on here says, when will this end? <laughs> well, uh, let's see, the playoffs are uh, three more weeks. 
But if I screw around, I could get caught. Bell could go on a 3-0 and bender here this weekend, next week. All of a sudden, it could come down to the last nah, week. It's not, look, I screwed up. I was I, I always get the picks in. I was on Vegas. That weekend in Amelia Island, I never let a cheerleader do your picks for you. It always comes to a bad ending. Did you say cheerleader? What's that? Anyway, so what do we got? Who's going first? All right. Well, uh, obviously, we got to go with Bo Morgan because he's in last place. Maybe he'll pick it up this week. Maybe Bo will go 3-0. and Bo Morgan, give us your picks. Well, I doubt I'll go 3-0 and because I just can't make things easy for myself. I am going to start with Trevor Lawrence, Cartersville's right. Sunshine. Two-and-a-half-point underdog at home against Checkdown Herbert. And the Chargers. Would you stop with the check down Herbert Give stuff? me the Jaguars and the big arm of Trevor Lawrence taking them and covering against check down Herbie. Hmm. All right. Why are you calling him check down Herbie? Mike Williams is out. Yep. Back issues. He beat us checking the ball down. Yeah, well, he ain't going to beat that Jags defense and my boy Foyer Aluakon. How about <laughs> that? Huh? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Check down Herbie's going to get... Lit up. Yeah. Now, I like I like Justin Herbert, and he proved me wrong. I just know that he's a guy that plays it safe when he doesn't have his weapons, okay. which he did against us. So Eckler will have three touchdowns, and they'll lose by four. Well, they'll lose. Yeah. Huh? I don't know. I'm Jag- talking about the Jags. No, the Jags are going to cover. All right. Two and a half. All right. What's your other pick? I'm taking uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals against the disappearing act of Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Is he hurt? Sammy Watkins doesn't think so. But give me the Bengals and the eight and a half. I think this game is actually close until the fourth quarter because the Ravens have a very good defense. Yes, These teams true. know each other very well. They just played each other last week. But I think the Bengals will pull, pull away at the end. And then I've been torn because I don't really know. But let me tell you something. The Bills are giving up 13 and a half to the Dolphins. Who knows? Skylar Thompson. Who gives a crap? Mm. I think – Buffalo is going to have some extra energy because I wouldn't be surprised if they don't pull DeMar Hamlin oh, and maybe he shows up. No, no, no. I, I, shows I up to the stadium. Yeah, I can see him out there. That crowd's going to erupt. Yeah. Nine Himes might take another one back to the house. Give I, me Buffalo in the 13 see, and a half. This and his is brother so, Naheem, too. Say, hey, <laughs> hey, you pipe guys, down, cheater. A lot of guys screw that. By the way, uh, check, check down Charlie, the fastest quarterback to 13,000 yards uh, in three seasons. Um, He's dangerous. I would say don't bring Hamlin out for this one. Wait for the next round, and then really ratchet it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I, I bet you dollars to donuts, even money, he'll be there. Okay. Of all the things I've ever seen, <laughs> Damar <laughs> Hamlin is in the box. Roger Clemens. For younger guys who don't know, the, the sideline slash dugout reporter for the Yankees, an insufferable human being. Of all the dramatic things. Yeah, it was when Roger Clemens decided he was coming back. And we used to, Jew and I would joke around. Of all the dramatic things I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. oh you mean like Babe Ruth calling his shot? Oh, yeah. uh, Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, uh, Ron Guidry, uh, Rigetti, Thurman Munson not buying the plate. All the dramatic things. That's the most dramatic thing. And I hate the Yankees. And I just gave you seven. <laughs> all right, Bo. I like the picks. Let's see what Turtle's working with. Turtle defending champ. I'm going to give you your props until the end of the season when I claim the belt. You better buy me my bourbon. What are your picks, sir? Thanks, Bo. Uh, <laughs> let's let's start with me actually agreeing with Squid. Uh, since he covers the eight and a half, Baltimore just doesn't have an offense. They barely had an offense with Lamar without him. Forget it. Uh, the New York Giants go into Minnesota. Plus three. They not only cover, they outright win this Game. I'm kind of with you on this. Give me the fighting Dables, man. Yeah. Oh, you betcha. 
I, I'm kind of with you on this, and I know it's a risky pick only because you know the records and all of that. But they were in that like they had that game one in Minnesota earlier in the year before the, the monster field goal. They did. So here's the deal. With with the well, I'll tell you this when, when I pick my, my my games. But I'm with you. I, I'm I'm going to agree with you. And I'm sitting here. I've been wavering. You're taking the Giants. I like the pick. Go ahead, Turtle. All right. Last but not least, Tom Brady, five and one all time against the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. After this Monday night, it will be six and one. Oh, I thought he never lost to the Cowboys. He's five and one. Yeah, ESPN said he's seven and zero. I think your I, facts I, are wrong. I got five and one against <laughs> the Cowboys <laughs> in his career. I don't know where you're getting your information. Maybe well, that's against the spread or something. Yeah, maybe against the spread. Oh, maybe against yes, the spread. Regardless, is I that like, what your toad sheet told you? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's what my guy uh, flamethrower tells me. Either way, I like it. Give okay. me Tampa Bay All plus right. two and a half to advance. Mm. Dallas has been struggling. One last magic carpet ride for Tom in Tampa. Wow, nice. Okay, I live with that. Um, the whole Brady guys, they played the first game of the season and it was 20 to three, right? Yes. It was so long ago. 19 to three, 19, three. So long ago. We thought they were going to come out and blow doors and, and then Dak hurt his finger yes. and all that. Uh, stuff. So I, if you're looking at that game and putting any onus on that and, and where this team or these two teams are now, you should not. All right, let's continue with the picks. Mike Bell, what do you got? Um, I'm going to go back with my uh, old coach from Wanto High School, the legendary uh, Coach Natovsky, who always said, uh, good quarterback uh, versus a team with a bad quarterback is generally how you go. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Sam from first to start off with uh, Cincinnati, minus eight and a half. Uh, that's self-explanatory. Bills, minus 13 and a half. Again, you've got bums playing quarterback in a playoff game. Bums. Lamar Jackson. Lamar, I mean, maybe unless he pulls some last-minute, 11th-hour nonsense. He got called out by Sammy Watkins if you missed our NFL Blitz earlier. But that don't seem like it's happening. So, bums versus good quarterbacks. Take the good quarterbacks. And finally, San Francisco minus 9.5. I think that uh, Gino will throw a couple of picks, turn it over with a fumble, and there'll be at least three, there'll be at least three turnovers on the Seattle side. So, San Fran's going to crush him at home. Okay. That's, is that a double-digit number? 9.5. Nine. nine. nine okay. And a half. okay. So, they got to win by 10. Technically, that's double digits. It is. So you like the 49ers? 49ers, Cincy, and Bills. I'm going chalk here, huh? Yeah. I mean, I like to. Well, again, when you get me too bum, a guy named Skyler, as I said, if that was the main stage and she's on a pole, I would vote for Skyler, but it's the quarterback for the Dolphins. Coming up next to the stage. All right. Um, let's talk about the Giants because I'm with you, Chris, and I, here's why. Wink Martindale is the defensive coordinator for the Giants. For those who don't know, the Giants, percentage-wise, Blitz more than anybody else in the NFL. Here's what I'm getting to. They're going to hit Minnesota's quarterback, and they may throw him off. Mm. And I think, Mike, the plan that he had the last time, and this is why they were in the game, the Justin Jefferson hype. Now, given adjustments can be made, and maybe they will, but all the things that Justin Jefferson did, the Giants did a fairly good job defensively, but they get to the quarterback. He blitzes. Blitzes, blitzes, and I don't trust Kirk Cousins. So I'm taking the Giants. I'm going to take them to cover. Chris, you got them winning. If they win, so be it. But give me the Giants to cover the three points. And I think Vegas knows this, Mike. They know this is going to be a closer game than people think. This, I don't think this is a hype. Some people think that Minnesota's going to come out and blow doors like they did. Guys, remember, they just got blown out by Green Bay. Right. Okay. Jair Alexander shut down Justin Jefferson. I'm not telling you that's going to happen on, on, on in this game on, on Sunday, but mm, I like the Giants. All right, let's talk about the Seahawks and 49ers. 
so easy to say the 49ers have the best defense in the league, and they do. But 10 is a lot. That's home. They're at home. And weather will play. There are storms hitting the West Coast. It's supposed to be rainy. Make that four turnovers for Gino. And nasty. It may be weather plays. I am going to say the Seahawks cover 49ers win. I think they'll win. But are they going to buy 10? Give me the Seahawks in that game to cover. Last but not least. Chris, you said Tom Brady was 6-1. I'm with Bo and, and Mike on this. I think you're looking at the spread number. Whatever it is. He's never lost to the Cowboys. Give me the Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? They are going to win against the Buccaneers. They're going to beat the Bucs. They're going to shock everybody. Mm. And I don't think Dak is going to play as badly mm. as he's played in the last mm, six or seven well, weeks. I appreciate that. The Coach McCarthy or Carl. By the way, you're going to finish that? I uh, appreciate your enthusiasm <laughs> and optimism, and hopefully uh, he will not throw at least two interceptions. Now, if they choke it away, uh, we can come in here on Tuesday, Monday's MLK Day, and Mike, we will destroy Mike McCarthy. He may be fired by then, by the way. Yeah, no, I'm going to stick with This is no way indicative of the overall performance of the Cowboys. But what's the number on Brady? By the way, I don't want to correct Turtle because I'm the smartest guy on this side of the glass, <laughs> but the Cowboys' record against Tom Brady is 0-7. That means Brady is 7-0 against the Cowboys. Mm. He goes to 7-1 on Monday Night Football. Mm. I believe 5-1 was the number against the spread uh, recently against it. So. Yeah, and that's why I'm going with the Cowboys. How right. about them Cowboys? Coming up, Steve Coonan, Hawks CEO. Guys, if you're just tuning in, there was a lot going on today. We're going to ask Steve about this, uh, this article by Sam Amick in The Athletic. We'll find out what he has to say about it next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there.
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We started today uh, with Sam Emick from The Athletic, who has written a piece about our Atlanta Hawks. And the irony, guys, is Steve Coonan comes on with us every Friday. And the only time Steve's not here is if family stuff going on or if he's traveling for whatever reason. But he is here today. And I know some people said, well, Steve coming on. He is. And we want to start there, Steve, because I want to know, with this report that's out there today from Sam Emick, how would you like to respond or would you respond to anything in this article in regards to the Hawks and what Sam had to say? Well, I think when you look at the article, first of all, hello, gentlemen. Hello. 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 I think when you look at the article, um, I think that I have to say it was fair. There are some things in there that aren't 100% true. There are some things in there that are true. Um, but I think it's fair. We have had a bit of turbulence in our front office. You saw that with um, Travis stepping aside. Um, And is it ideal? No. But again, the front office plays an important role at certain times of the year. And the people we have in there now, led by Landry Fields, we have a tremendous amount of confidence in and a tremendous amount of um, support for. And I feel very, very good of where we are and where we're going to be going. But like I said, you know, of course I'm going to be here because I, a couple of weeks ago, went fairly ballistic on a make-believe article, if you recall. Yes. We made news in Brazil and in London. I don't even think they knew who or what they were, we were talking about, but what the hell. <laughs> Google is um, the great provider of where we were seen. And I, I cannot say the same thing about this. There, there was a lot of accuracy and fairness in that article. Right. And just to follow up, we were talking about it earlier. I mean, the guy that was the architect of a team that was, you know, a couple of, you know, games from getting to the, the finals is, is out. Is Travis Schlenk not involved at all in the day-to-day? Not in the day-to-day, no. Travis is a consultant. There are things that we call and, and ask him, but the day-to-day, is the, those reins have been handed over to Landry. He is Steve Coonan, Hawk CEO. Um, let, let's talk about what's going on on the floor, Steve. And, and I, I'm curious to know what – your thoughts are um, the Bucks game. We were down 24, battled back. At times, we've seen this with our team, showing a lot of heart, grit. They get back in the game, and then, you know, obviously we're not able to finish. And I think that's kind of been the narrative on the floor for us this year. Tonight we play at the Pacers, guys, 6.30 pregame. Tip is at 7. What's your take on the, the, the floor and what's happening on the floor night in and night out? Well, I, I think one big piece, and, and if you look at Giannis, there there was one of the most telling stats I, I've seen in a long time. He had seven points. You would think that would 
if I told you Giannis would score seven, you would say, wow, Hawks have a really good shot of winning. He had 18 rebounds. We didn't have Clint Capella. That is our rebounder. That is our big man. And that hurt us because what Giannis was able to do was move the ball around. He had significantly more assists than he averages, and he found a way to score. We didn't have Trey. We didn't have Clint. And unfortunately, we don't have Clint again tonight, ninth game in a row that we're without him. So I thought it was an incredible vibe in the building, a valiant attempt. We took the lead with bogey. And in some ways, we stopped doing the things that got us back, driving to the basket, getting fouled, you know, and we changed the way we were playing because in crunch time, we didn't have our veterans there. So um, every loss is a difficult loss. That one started with them shooting 63% from three in the first half. It reverted back to the mean. They shot 38%. We shot 37 but at the end of the day, um, we just didn't have the horses to get it across the line against a very good Milwaukee team. What did you think? You guys were there, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, mean, yeah. I, I mean, I love the fact that the reserves got us back in it, and then Nate pulled the reserves, and then we started chucking threes. So I just thought that, no, was, I mean, that was the way I saw it. He did pull the reserves after they played, you know, yeah. a significant period of time. Right. And, and again, how did we get back? Go into the hoop. What did we do? We didn't go to the hoop. So it's fair observation. Steve Coonan, uh, Hawks CEO with us, guys, as we've been talking today about our Hawks and, and where we are and, and hopefully we get things turned around. Steve, I'm just curious from your standpoint, is there is there a panic moment where you go, all right, we are 50 games in, we are 53 games in, where you start to feel a little bit differently about where the season is? Are we there now? Well, I don't, I don't think we're there. I don't think we're there now. I mean, that's one of the blessings and curses of the NBA season. We still have 45 games plus left, you know. Um, I, I am optimistic that Trey is coming back tonight. Clint will be back. I think that our players are sensitive to the fact that we've gotten close, but we haven't finished. And I'm, I'm optimistic about where we were. We had a good West Coast trip. I was in Los Angeles um, for the Clipper game, and um, I'm glad I missed the Laker game. I was there for the Clipper game and then for a little football game on Monday night. Mm. And our team came, you know, our team played really well in closing out Sunday night. And, you know, and they played poorly at the first half and played great in the second half. So we have to find the consistency. I think that's what we've been tap dancing around on on our conversations every week is that we're consistently inconsistent, which usually makes you around a 500 team where we are around a 500 team. And And we haven't had any kind of streak except at the beginning of the year. And we've got to get hot. And so panic. No, no, not at all. Um, The great news is, like I said, we, we have plenty of time, but it's time to turn it on. And then on February 9th, it's the trade deadline, and, and I do think we will be active. And I think mm. if there are articles like today, you're going to see an insane amount of rumors. So brace yourself, okay. you know, mm-hmm. brace yourself, because we're going to be, according to, you know, the experts, um, somebody that everybody wants to dance with. So hopefully – yeah. We'll be able to make the moves that get us better, and we can go into the postseason with the momentum that we need. But uh, as Dejounte said in that in that, that athletic piece, I mean, it's tough for athletes. I mean, athletes hear all the news. We used to say that they would compartmentalize, but you know, they're aware of everything. To hear that, you know, John Collins is constantly being rumored for trade. That can't help chemistry. No, it, it can't. And you know, any kind of um, 
you know, reading today's article that somebody felt we paid too much for DeJounte. That can't make him feel um, good in some ways. And on the other hand, we believe that he is really a high, high quality player. Um, and we're marching with a different voice. Travis's voice is very different than Landry. Landry is a very collaborative guy. He was in the league. Kyle Korver is right there front and center with him. And we want to be more player-centric, more collaborative, and you know, create that culture that leads us to winning championships. And we, we've got some work to do. Want to ask you about the dogs? Uh, we know you uh, are yeah. a dog, and uh, they go back to back. Did you go to the game? Did you make it out there? Did you, oh you, hell yeah! Okay, so tell us about yeah. your experience. Did you get wet in the rain that was indoors, or were you in the nice suite? No, <laughs> I, I I happen to um, be very very fortunate that I I don't like name dropping. So go ahead. I'm go gonna, ahead. Go ahead. So I went with the starting quarterback from the L.A. Rams who has a covered parking space at the stadium. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Nice. And very nice. My son is very friendly, and we are very friendly with um, Matthew and yeah. Kelly and his fabulous family. And went with him and went with some Georgia folks, and we were on the field before the game, you know, it was one of those great life mem- milestones for me, and I'll, I'll say it. You know, for the past 35 years, I've always been the one hosting, taking people to games, being able to be so fortunate in my career to, you know, be able to go to, you know, the NCAA Final Four and sit on the front row and Super Bowls and watch our Braves. And just I, I've been incredibly blessed and very fortunate and never taken it for granted. But I hadn't really been a guest of anybody's in 35 years. Mm. And my son made all the plans. I didn't know who we were going with. I didn't know where we were sitting. I didn't know what time we had to be there. I didn't know anything except to have a big smile, wear my Georgia clothes, and cheer like hell. And he did a brilliant job, and it was one of the best weekends of my life. And I want to thank David because having your son invite you to go to something that we share together. David went to Georgia. He had a bulldog in his crib when he came home from the hospital being Mm. born. And to be able to do that and then – we were on, you know, back in the bowels of the building and got to spend some time with Kirby and with Stetson. And there's some great pictures of um, Matthew um, and Stetson. Yeah. And you can see me trying to be photographer. And by the time I think I took pic- three pictures of my thumb, so I'm glad it was posted somewhere <laughs> else. Um, so, so it, Steve, it was just a magical, magical night. Yeah, so those pictures we saw of Matthew Stafford and Stetson, you're there. You're right there. We're, you can you can see me. I'm the gray-haired gentleman. Well, yes, we know what you look like. Come on. Yeah. You didn't see me. Wow, I didn't know you were I've right there. I got very thin. I, I you might have thought I was you might have thought I was the wall. Well, we didn't know you were kicking it with yeah. Matthew Stafford for the say, night. Nice way to go, man. See, you know? now I shouldn't have dropped I shouldn't have dropped the name, but he was very hospitable and took us to the game and took us back the Georgia Hotel, and it was, it was a very fun night. I did a shot, which I haven't done in a long time. Hey. And, and by uh, the way, what does Puffy K throw down when it's time to throw down? Shot. Whatever shot. Mrs. Stafford made. Right. I don't know. Huh? tasted horrible, but I had a great time. <laughs> All right, man. All right, well, we appreciate you coming on. I know that, uh, you know, it's... Of course. Uh, We've done it every week for eight years. That's right. I think, I, I think my character would be in question if when things got a little tough, I didn't come on. So I'll answer all questions. Well, we uh, here's what you know, Hawks fans. We just want to get this right. We want to we right. want to we want to get it going and moving in the right direction. And I think that's what's troubling a lot of Hawks fans right now is 
Uh, forget about the stuff that you might have read. It's just we got to start winning. We got to start moving this thing in the right direction. I, I hope that all this stuff gets resolved, however it does. Steve, thank you so much. Appreciate the Absolutely. time today. We'll be back next week. Let's yep. go, Hawks. Let's do it. They got the game. We got no dogs to cheer for. No, it's over at least for a little while. Parade tomorrow, by the way. Steve Coonan, Hawk CEO, here on Dukes and Bell. All right, guys. We're going to talk more about this article because many of you just may be tuning in and going, Dukes and Bell, I didn't even know about this. What are you talking about? Uh, Sam Amick. There's a lot to unpack in that article. It, it really is. Longtime NBA uh, beat guy and, and one of the best national writers wrote a piece about our Hawks and talking about the end of the Travis Schlink era and how this power structure looks now and how it's affecting our team on the floor. And we've been talking about it all day because it's a big deal. When we come back, though, Dave Archer's going to join us. We're going to talk to Arch. Season's done. And now we start to slip into the offseason. We'll get his thoughts on what he's thinking about with the Falcons coming up. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.